0: Thank you. Welcome back to another episode of It's The Flat Out Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Bravo Cologne. How is everyone doing? I hope that considering the frenzy that has been stirred up by the mainstream media, which is currently under fire for creating this widespread panic, I hope everybody is doing good, that everybody's holding it together, that everybody's keeping strong. You know, I read in an article in the Washington Post earlier this week, and I'll put the link in the show notes and the transcript. But it read, inducing panic, media under fire for driving coronavirus hype to epidemic levels. This confirms what I've been saying all along. There's no reason to panic people. Yes, it is a serious situation. I'm aware of that. But it's not one that warrants widespread hysteria. I mean, we've been through worse. We've been through worse than this. And we've come out of it fine by God's grace and mercy. But the sad thing about this whole thing is that most of the people who panicked are the very same people who say God is in control. That nothing happens without him knowing about it. You know, we really, really need to trust in Hashem and His Word. As it says in Psalm 127, verse 1, Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders work in vain. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman watches in vain. And last week, we had entered into part two of his The Earth Flat. And we came across some good information, although limited as the theme of flat earth cannot be covered in just a couple of sessions. But we will revisit it from time to time. But this week, this week we're going to look at an attribute that is not widely recognized by the current generation, which seem to have been infected by liberalism. What we're going to look at this week is tolerance. Tolerance is an attribute that is seldom understood, especially by this generation. It is plainly obvious that this generation is easily triggered by a differing opinion to their programmed, idealistic conception of reality. So, what is tolerance? The word tolerance comes from the late Middle English, denoting the action of bearing hardship or ability to bear pain and hardship. According to Merriam-Webster, tolerance means capacity to endure pain or hardship, endurance, fortitude, stamina, sympathy, or indulgence for beliefs or practices differing from or conflicting with one's own, and the act of allowing something, toleration. So let me ask you, how many times have we been confronted with views that don't quite line up with our own beliefs, especially by those closest to us, whether it's a spouse, a brother, a sister, or even your best friend? I'm sure that on more than one occasion and even on more than one topic, you know, they say that there are two things that should never be discussed, one being religion and the other is politics. Many wars have been fought over the two, but nonetheless, there are still two topics that are brought up by many since the viewpoints always vary here. To be able to shake hands and agree to disagree is what could be construed as tolerance. To remain friends, even when you can't understand how the other person could even believe the way that they do. That's being tolerant. But nowadays, we see less tolerance in people, especially this last generation, where the trigger points for them are a pro-life stance, a red MAGA hat, the American flag, and even the rejection of illegal immigrants, just to mention a few. I mean, all you have to do to trigger one of the individuals is mention how good a job President Trump is doing. Wait, wait a minute. I thought we lived in a country where the right to free speech was protected by our First Amendment in our Constitution. Or am I mistaken? Hmm. Well, I could recall a time back in the 80s when the record industry was under fire and was suffering censorship. Rappers had to label their albums as explicit if it contained foul derogatory and demeaning language. But the First Amendment came to their rescue as they sought after the right to free speech. I also remember another time when I used to work in a warehouse as a driver and this individual was working there as well. For this instance, we're going to call her Lost. So Lost had mentioned how she hated Donald Trump. And all I said was, I don't think he's such a bad guy. Whew. What was that for? She screamed as if someone was trying to mug her or kill her or beat her up. That, my friend, was my very first experience with an actual liberal. Or like I like to call them. A spoiled brat. I was just grateful. That there were other individuals present. As witnesses. Now. I never held it against her. That she didn't like President Trump. Though she wrote me off as if. That would hurt my feelings. Because I didn't have the same views. Or beliefs as her. That's what I believe makes us unique. The fact that you can see the picture from a different point of view is what makes us different. And being able to accept that, not necessarily agreeing with it, is being tolerant. Once upon a time, a comic like Richard Pryor or even Eddie Murphy could tell a racially oriented joke without people getting their panties all bunched up and crying, off with his head, the general reaction would be laughter and lots of it. That, my friend, that is what's missing. The ability to laugh at oneself and the stereotype that we all fall into. Because contrary to popular belief, we aren't that different from each other, though unique in our own way. We still put on our pants one leg at a time. So here's a question for you. When was the last time you tolerated someone else's opinion or their belief? I mean, can you honestly say that no matter what the other person believes, you can walk away and continue to treat that person indifferently as if nothing ever happened? Nowadays, That's hard to imagine. Every time you read the news, you read that someone got pounded on because they support the president or they stand up for protecting the unborn because people don't want to have to pay for their sin of fornication and adultery. Chanting, my body, my choice. Such a shame that the unborn child has no vote in this matter. For the wages of sin is death. But the unborn shouldn't have to pay with their life. If you didn't want to get pregnant, then you shouldn't have fornicated. Or you should have remained faithful to your spouse. This point of view is called extreme, judgmental, and racist. Racist? That's their defense when they have no ground to stand on. We were commanded to be fruitful and multiply. But also we were commanded as well not to murder. And there is a difference between murder and killing. Murder is more premeditated, like that of a serial killer or of an abortion. Whereas killing leans more towards self-defense or actions of war. What? You can't say that. That is an awful thing to say. You should be more lenient. And considerate of other people's feelings. But that my friend is a double edged sword. As we can see in the Bible where God would order the extermination of a whole nation. Due to their unholy practices. Which is something hard for people to fathom. That how can a merciful God order the execution of a people. What must be understood is how. A people can be so disobedient that they would dare to place idols in the face of God and attempt to take the credit away from him and offer it to a false deity without fear of any repercussion for such an act. We can see in Genesis chapter 6 verse 5, the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth and that Every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. Now, my friend, yes, this verse, it takes place before the flood. And when we read this account, we tend to say right away, you see, God just wiped out all of mankind. But what we fail to see is that God was merciful enough to give mankind. A hundred years to repent. If anyone is tolerant, it is God. He gave them fair warning and he gives us the same. How, you might ask. Well, in that it took Noah a hundred years to build the ark and the people all knew why he was building the ark, but they failed to take heed to the message. Yeshua said in Luke chapter 17, verses 26 to 30, And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also was it in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Wow. Very much like today, for over 2,000 years, believers have cried out at the risk of being tortured and killed that the end is near, and we must all repent and return, or teshuva, if we want to see the salvation of God. How many would be able to tolerate what the emissaries endured? How can they survive? What is coming if they can't tolerate one another now? Friends, you don't have to take anyone's advice. Heck, you don't even have to take mine. But if you don't, you cannot say later, I didn't know. There is no excuse for ignorance. Especially in this day and age of readily available information at our fingertips. At the mere pressing of a button, it all pops up. This is what happens when we tolerate the wrong things and fail to stand for the right things. The things that God says are right. The Bible gives us instructions of how we should live and treat each other. These instructions were given to us by the creator of all things. Only he knows what our outcome is. Don't you think that we should listen to him? I mean, if he made us, then he knows what's good and what's bad for us, right? Shouldn't we trust him and take him at his word? Those of faith know that there is only one way to the everlasting father. It is only through Yeshua HaMashiach. For he said in John 14, verse 6, I am the way and the truth. And the life No one comes to the father but through me That's the new American standard version So The question remains How do we tolerate one another Without falling off the deep end Is there hope That we can rebuild what has been torn down Where do we go from this point in our lifetime and how do we get there? You know, I was speaking to a co-worker about the different beliefs we all have. Some believe in a globe earth, others believe in a flat earth, while others believe we live in an enclosed system. But we share different viewpoints on the matter. And no matter the difference in opinions that we had from one another, there were no heated disagreements. There were no flaring of nostrils or tossing of profanities even though his beliefs were completely different from mine. I mean, he's a Muslim, and I believe in the Bible as the infallible word of God. But we both enjoyed the conversation that we had, as we both learned from one another. We touched on topics such as I mentioned before, the flat earth, the early Christian church, the Inquisition and the Holocaust, pagan worship, Islam, and the Bible. I mean... Isn't that the whole purpose? To be able to learn from one another and to come to our very own conclusions while seeking out the truth of the matter? He stated one thing that laid an impression within me. He said, There are two sides to the truth your truth and my truth. And I rephrased it in this way there are three sides to every truth your truth my truth, and the flat-out truth. Then, let us continue to seek out this truth. For the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step, but the journey seems shorter when you have good company along the way. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not that different from one another. We all share similarities, whether emotional, physical, and spiritual. We need to learn together, to live together, and to share together. We only live on this earth once. So then let's make that time that we have here with one another count. And not just for us, but for generations to come. Let us put our differences aside. If you see someone in need, offer yourself to help because the smallest sacrifice grows into the largest reward. And if we could all just pay it forward The world we currently live in would be so much better. My friends, my family, it has been, as it is always, an immense honor and a joyous pleasure to be able to share with you here on It's the Flat Out Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Bravo Cologne. Remember, we can do all things through Messiah who gives us strength. That's found in Philippians 4.13. And we never do any of it alone. We definitely need each other. So let us learn to tolerate one another in love and understanding. And thank you once again to all those who support It's the Flat Out Truth Podcast. Because without you, this couldn't be possible. And remember to like and subscribe and follow us on Facebook usa.life instagram twitter and linktree leave us a comment at its the flat out truth at gmail.com shavuotov shalom alechem now may the lord bless you and keep you may he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you may he lift his countenance upon you and give you his shalom his peace B'Shem Yeshua hamashiach amen I'm